Hi, everyone. Welcome to the I Don't Know Show with Joe. I'm Joe, and I don't know much about conspiracy therapy, but my guest Usher does. Usher, thank you for joining the show. Thanks, Joe. Good to be here. First off, shout out to the podfather, Adam Curry, for those who, who don't know, popularized the, the term conspiracy therapist. Uh, Usher, when you hear the term conspiracy therapy, what does that mean to you? Well, first of all, thanks for mentioning Adam Curry. It means a lot um, to me, sort of. It's sort of a, a way of understanding the world. Um, a lot of people talk about different therapies that we do. You know, there's cognitive behavioral therapy, there's exposure therapies, there's, you know, all sorts of therapies. And conspiracy therapy is just one of those things that we could do in order you know, to understand the world and better understand ourselves and actually better ourselves. You know, uh, conspiracy theory, I think, kind of gets a bad rap. It's used as a slur, a put down for some people, for some lines of thinking i think if we look at a bit more as a therapeutic approach sort of a it's a way of thinking about things it's a way that people deal with their problems in the world with different things it kind of gives us a nice positive spin and positive outlook on these things i love it so for for people who don't know how the no agenda podcast works the the hosts dissect all the daily news of the day with a highly skeptical attitude and they'll frequently draw connections between certain words used by different sources so i'm actually going to pull a no agenda on no agenda you're going to love this i looked up i looked up i looked up the term conspiracy therapist and i found something very interesting Uh oh i didn't look it up that's okay i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you don't look it up i'm gonna tell you have you have you heard this word used by anyone else Don't look it up. <laughs> I'm not looking it up. I'm closing other windows. I promise. Go. So I, I, I did find one reference on the interwebs on a website called Gray Faction. They defined it, conspiracy therapist, as a mental health professional who transfers, intentionally or otherwise, their own beliefs in bizarre and unsubstantiated phenomena to their patients via false memories or reinforcements of patients' existing delusions. Different definition than the, the way adam curry uses it but i thought it's a cool definition have you heard of this website gray faction i've heard of gray faction but i do like the definition you know it kind of makes sense adam curry kind of does that he adam does Curry himself is a conspiracy theorist and he sort of will you know kind of put it on and repeat it and repeat it said we talked about this a few shows ago and i'm not going to go back to the archives to say oh did he talk about this did he say that I'm going to take him as, at, at his word because he's the host, you know, and he has sort of sort of a, you know, I kind of believe him. You know, I heard uh, heard a different thing uh, today. It's about. Um, wait, wait, before episodic- you before you tell me Sorry, that, no, before you tell me that. Yeah. No, no, I want to hear it, but I just want to tell you about this gray faction thing. I clicked on it's the, the who we are part of the website. You're going to love this. And mm-hmm. it said uh, gray faction is a campaign of the satanic temple. dedicated to ending the ongoing satanic panic in the mental health field. We believe patients deserve to be treated using methods based on best available science with spirit of compassion. We seek to hold accountable therapists that perpetuate harmful pseudoscience and long debunked conspiracy theories. So what do you think? Do you think there's a link in the terminology that Adam Curry is using and the satanic temple? I don't think so. I think he uses a completely different, now that you told me it's a satanic temple sort of thing. I think he would look at a satanic temple not as a conspiracy theory, but as just a wackos that we can't really trust. Yeah. That's, that's the way I see it. But I just want to, you know, funny. maybe as a point of introduction, and we jumped right into Adam yeah. Curry, I just want to thank you, first of all. You punched me in the mouth in Utah. And, you know, 
I remember we were driving one day. You and I, we did a, a trip to Utah. We landed in Salt Lake, and we drove across the state all the way to Zion, stopping along the way and seeing lots of cows and farms and everything. And by punching the mouth is there's this podcast that you introduced me to called the No Agenda Podcast by with Adam Curry and John C. Dvorak. And they, what they do is, you mentioned a little bit about it before, but they do something called media deconstruction. Mm-hmm. And media deconstruction is they take the clips of the week and different things that you hear you know, from any sort of sources, and they kind of, you know, talk about, you know, well, what's really happening here? And a lot of it is sometimes, you know, analysis of general media. Uh, they give what they call producers, uh, you know, production, like, oh, she's not wearing the right dress to deliver this thing. They comment about the music that they'll use in the background, the sound effects. And Adam Curry himself has, like, a long history of television and radio production mm-hmm. and things like that, so he knows about it. And Joe Rogan and others, other podcasts have credited him with inventing podcasts and John Park is a tech writer and as a tech writer he knows a few things a, few, a little thing about it, a little thing came up like I've, I've forgotten the 80s and 90s with a lot of get some notoriety then and when I looked up his Wikipedia interesting fact about him is that his father invented a, a keyboard un, not like unlike the QWERTY keyboard which is called the Dvorak keyboard which ah. has a different layout that's actually still in use and still available wait his father invented the Dvorak keyboard yeah no way. John C. Dvorak's father invented the Dvorak. You know, you've heard of the Dvorak keyboard. Yeah, of course. But it, it, yeah. is, is his name, did he name himself after the keyboard? Because it's the first five letters at DVO, uh, first six letters, right? Isn't it like QWERTY is the Q-W-E-R-T-Y? I, I, no, I think Dvorak keyboard has a different layout, but it's not D-V-O-R-A-K. Oh, it's not. Okay. It's actually, his name is Dvorak. And gotcha. I don't know the layout of the Dvorak keyboard. You probably, you're probably more familiar with it with your background. No, I've, I've heard of it. And that's so cool. I didn't realize that was his father. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, so they have this podcast. And in the podcast, there's actually a, it's sort of a brotherhood among friends of the podcast of people that listen to it. And the brotherhood goes something along in the morning. You know, there are in the morning. Yeah, that, we should have started that with that. You're repeating. right. You know, and it's, it's sort of a, it's it's I can't call it a cultish, but there are some things they repeat every time, and they're doing it as a way to you know to make it memorable. And one of the things they do is they have a what he calls the value for value model. But there's no there's no sponsors or ads in the podcast, but there are people that contribute either art, audio, other things, or even you know give money help support and produce this podcast and the people that do that are called producers and they get mm-hmm. production credits on the show and uh it's when someone writes in or someone introduces you to the show it's called you hit them in the mouth we go out and we hit them in the mouth so i make it my goal sometimes when i introduce people or people i know that think like me or want to know more about it, i introduce them to the show and i try to punch them in the mouth or hit them in the mouth so you hit me in the mouth bar. <laughs> so when, when and, I punched you in the mouth, yeah. what was it that drew you in? What I don't remember. I don't know if you know what, what they were talking about at the time, or it was just. I, I remember it. I remember it well. You know, we went to Utah. It must have been late 2020. Yeah, it was uh, Novemberish. Yeah, November 2020. It was. It was kind of a not quite height of COVID, but it was when things started to open up a little bit, and we noticed in Utah it was much different than New York. You know, people mm-hmm. could you know go out, go into restaurants, go everywhere with it. The funniest thing was when we were in Z- when we were in Zion and hiking, we passed people outside on these paths. We'd raise our masks, and I'd yeah. be like, "This is ridiculous." Cast <laughs> them and raise it, and I said, "I'm not going to raise mine the rest of the day." Every single day, I'd do it. I'd, there'd be a point at around you know when the trails got crowd more crowded where I'd say, "I'm not raising it anymore." Cause I'm yeah, I think I did it on the first couple, and then when we got to those hard mm-hmm. ones where we had to hold on to the rope, I'm like, "I'm mm-hmm. not worrying about a mask. I'm yeah. I'm just going to make sure I don't fall." <laughs> 
And also, it was also it was also the point like, okay, now we're hiking uphill. I'm breathing hard. I'm not wearing this thing. Yeah. But that's neither here nor there. But we were driving as before we got to Zion. We had left uh, arches and the one next to it, and we were going through a long stretch. It must have been a seven hour stretch. And you put it on. You picked it up mid show after the donation segment. Mm-hmm. And the thing they talked about was related to COVID. And they talked about an influencer or a TikToker or somebody was talking about getting COVID and apologizing and being upset at themselves and like, <laughs> you know, ridiculing and crying about it. Like, hey, guys. I remember that. Oh, well, I got COVID this weekend. I'm so sorry. I did everything I could to not get COVID. And I was like, oh, my God. I, I remember that. Don't worry. You didn't do everything you could. All right. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it took me back to, uh, it was Walt Frazier was talking about uh, Walt Frazier. He's the color commentator for Knicks games. Uh-huh. He was the basketball player himself. And he was talking about athletes getting injured. And he said, you know, you get injured walking up the stairs at home. You get injured doing this. You know, you can't not live life. You can't not do what you do. You're going to get injured. So don't criticize a, an athlete who gets injured off the field for doing something that would have injured you off the field. You know, they're not right. superhuman. These are people. We get we get injured. Their job has an injury sort of a high risk of injury because you know they're athletes and they're playing sports but they could also get injured just like you and me you know driving their car walking down the street or you know turn or, or sleeping funny whatever it might be yeah that's mm-hmm. that's really funny uh, I remember good, hearing that last time segment and really being drawn in and hooked it by it. I, I remember you hooking me in with an MBD song <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> not for sale not for sale um (laughs) that's awesome yeah so i do think that conspiracy therapy is very important especially like you said before like conspiracy theory is a way to uh to to slur and uh uh, kind of derail an argument that can be completely logical completely makes sense but it doesn't agree with a preconceived notion that you have or a mainstream narrative and so people want to write it off as a conspiracy theory um in order to dismiss it but i think what's important maybe we could talk about some real conspiracies that have happened um you know and and just to contextualize why you know uh, just believing the mainstream media and uh and and saying that anyone who thinks that they're full of shit is uh is a conspiracy theorist uh in, in a in a slanderous way is is ridiculous like they lie all the time People have done crazy things, and so maybe we can bring up a few real conspiracies that have happened. I don't know if you have any that come to your mind that, that you want to talk about, that you know about. Well, you know, there's, there's always modern examples that are always happening. Really, a conspiracy theory could only be judged, you know, by time. You know, yeah. we had in the, in the t- you know, let's go more recently. Let's say the COVID thing, the China, COVID coming from China. You know, it was it was saying you said, oh, this is a conspiracy. If early on in COVID, you said COVID came from China. Mm-hmm. You were either being racist, mm-hmm. and that became no, you're not being racist because well, you know, who you're being racist against the Chinese government? That's mm-hmm. not a racism. You know, it's a it's a government. You're against them. Okay, you're not being racist, but you're a crazy conspiracy theorist because yeah. you think that could be true, but the narrative now is not that. And now we know that yeah, it did come from China. It came from it more than likely came from a lab. And if you believe if you believe otherwise, then you're a conspiracy theorist mm-hmm. for believing otherwise. If you think some dude you know, fuck the penguin, then you're, yeah. you're way off. <laughs> no, we, we also accept our cat to say about that. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, these things kind of uh, debunk themselves. The only way to tell if conspiracy theory is actually 
you know, well, I want to define a different point, but we can tell conspiracy theory is actually conspiracy theory is, you know, through the test of time. Mm-hmm. You know, things get released. You know, maybe one day the JFK documents will be released, released and we'll say, oh, the CIA did kill him. Mm-hmm. One day we'll say, oh, okay, well, yeah, here's the set we built the moon landing for. Okay, the moon landing never happened. Mm-hmm. You know, this, it could be one day it could happen. You know, after, after a certain amount of time, it doesn't get proven or they're just like, all right, it's not a conspiracy. This is actually what happened. Then yeah, you know the moon landing is one of those things. Like okay, then how how can we haven't done it again? And that's what keeps it going. But I just want to you know kind of separate between sorts of things. Like conspiracy theory isn't that you think there's a cons. There could be people conspire to do things. Mm-hmm. Okay, a conspiracy theory is not that you think people are conspiring to do things. It's that what you're being told or what is happening isn't actually the truth. Not that anyone's conspiring or people might have thought of it, but the what we consider to be a truth or what people say actually yeah. happened didn't actually happen that way. And you kind of bought into the wrong narrative or you were told a fact and that thing perpetuated to such a point where it actually didn't happen that way. But now we can't, we, we can't cognitively disassociate from that original idea. Yeah. It's a very difficult thing. And, you know, I think like there was a, it's in the news today, you know, this, uh, this counter report, uh, it was a Durham report and you know, said that the, the basis for the, the what was it called the steady fire i don't know the trump the original trump investigation mm-hmm. of russian collusion is kind of like debunked like oh it was based on nothing to begin with i guess not only based on nothing but based on no. the other side conspiring yeah the other side actually conspiring and what he says <laughs> like yeah russia so the real conspiracy is that trump colluded with russia let's say let's so let's take it trump colluded with russia let's say he did not collude with russia it is the fact he did not collude if you believe he colluded with russia you believe a conspiracy that someone that Trump conspired or colluded planned this thing with Russia to win the election and do a bad act. If you believe the other side that Trump didn't, you were considered a conspiracy theorist yeah. for some time because no, we all know Trump Trump Mueller report, you know, Trump colluded with Russia. It's like, you know, maybe there was collusion or maybe it wasn't collusion. Maybe Russia had an interest of its own and you don't need actually collusion to do that. You know, maybe that's what happened. And that's kind of what Zuckerberg, I think, was always saying throughout. He's like, I don't know if that's what happened, but yeah, Russians have bots. You know, that's that's what we got. We have that fact. So <laughs> we'll the, the Clinton campaign literally colluded with Russian agents to frame Trump as a Russian agent that was colluding with them. Yep. <laughs> false, false, called a false flag. False flags are big conspiracy theory things. That, that but that's are, that's not even a, a theory. That's like a, a fact. Um, and that's that's um, the the problem with a lot of these when when we're in theory land, a mm-hmm. lot of times those the theories are are good at identifying what's wrong with the mainstream narrative, and they can poke holes in it, and they know that it's full of shit. But the alternative reality presented oftentimes is equally full of holes, and that's why. I think that's why conspiracy theories get a bad rep because a lot of times the theories actually put forward are kind of wacky. Um, but but I think like like I I wanted to talk about some uh, 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 conspiracy conspiracies that really happened that I think would be interesting. Like, do you know about MK Ultra? Is that the testing, like uh, yeah. bomber stuff and everything? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sort of I te- mind, mind control things. Exactly. Conditioning of people. I tell everybody about this because this is this is something that happened. This is documented. This took place for 20 years in the United States. The CIA did mind control research uh, on on unconsenting people. Um, they administered drugs and shocks and torture. 
they they would lure them into brothels operation midnight climax and they would have all these like interrogation techniques they were testing out this is literal and and the i mean now like the the theories and these are plausible theories are that um uh some of the subjects were whitey bulger ted kaczynski uh charles manson they've all alleged to be subjects those are more theories because they're not 100 percent proven but the fact that these experiments were taking place is 100 percent factual yeah the fact that but i'm saying so there's there's two types of conspiracy theories that could arise from it one is like you're saying oh it created this class of sociopaths and these famous sociopaths like you mentioned bulger kaczynski and i'm sorry who was the other uh Marilyn, Marilyn, manson Marilyn, Tra- charles manson oh charles Ma- oh, not Marilyn manson well Marilyn manson's named after him yeah i guess that yeah okay anyway that's that's <laughs> not smart so there's there's two types of things you know like you you like you're pointing out you know the conspiracy would be that oh it created this that's a conspiracy theory you say oh but the conspiracy other conspiracy theory is that this subject this was done not necessarily to create these people or it didn't necessarily create these people but it was done with uh the intention to sort of uh you know, explain, you know, mind control or find a way to control people's minds. Mm-hmm. And maybe it did create these, uh, you know, whacked out people who aren't famous, who didn't really do anything, who aren't necessarily sociopaths, but now it's a lot of psychological um, problems, you know? Right. And I mean, maybe, whether or not they created yeah. these whacked out, the, the point is they were carrying out uh, experiments on, on unwilling participants mm-hmm. for 20 years. Yeah. The, the question is, does... Carrying out experiments on willing to participants create a class of sociopaths? Probably not. You know, I, I guess it depends on the experiment. Something like this, if it actually does create a class of sociopaths, I think there would be a lot more sociopaths known from there. You know, these sociopaths, you know, was Kaczynski in it? Well, they're, they're, they're alleged. They're alleged. Alleged. You know, because we're talking about different ages of, uh, are they different? I guess they're all around the same age. All in Harvard around the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess you know, the so the conspiracy theory would be, and this is on some of the therapy of it, is you have to understand, you know, old institutions like Harvard and Yale and, you know, the the educational Illuminati, let's say. The CIA. The, yeah. The, the, the deep you know, state. The ivory, the ivory Towers. The Ivory Towers are these great old organizations with impossible wealth that control impossible power. They're the annals of power. You know, it's like saying Ben Shapiro likes dimensions. Like, I was in Harvard Law School, and I was in Harvard Law School. Uh, you know, we knew we were going to succeed. We knew we were going to be rulers of the world, and we were told by Elizabeth Warren that we were going to be rulers of the world, right? And it's kind of true, you know? It's like, a, it's a ticket to ride. You know, once you're in, you're in, you're going to succeed, you're going to get the best jobs. You know, I remember when I was in law school, you know, there was like, oh, you're, if you're, some firms, oh, we only take interns from this class and these schools and this thing, like there. They're looking for that. You know, they've already sorted, pre, they've already pre-sorted their candidates. So, you know, I guess the conspiracy here goes is that, you know, these old institutions are kind of, you know, defending a certain something. They want to keep saying um, within themselves. It gets portrayed now, and I think it is the newest conspiracy theory I've heard. It's, it's called white privilege. Have you heard this conspiracy <laughs> theory? Yeah, so that's a, that's a big conspiracy theory happening. People aren't really identifying it as a conspiracy theory, but it is very much a conspiracy theory that every sort of governmental institution, everything in this country, was created for the benefit of white people. You know, maybe white people have benefited from it, but I don't think it was created for the, for the benefit of white people. I don't think that's its purpose. Well, some it's, things. You know, yeah, some things. Some, okay, yeah, some things it might be, but for, say, every institution of government or every sort of governmental program is based on white privilege, and that's why we have to tear it down. You know, I think that's what we call critical race theory. 
yeah. critical race theory is that you know it's all it's all based in racism, so we have to be. It's not a good, it's not a good institution because of that. You know, or something along those lines. I'm not going to get into the in depth of it, but that's that. I but see, you're you're right. I see these I see these things people talking about white privilege and these movements and everything. I see it as a a form of conspiracy theory. And I think that it's, it's therapeutic for them. It's the way they understand the world and they're able to do it. And that's the conspiracy therapy of it all. I think you're correct. I think that, that critical race theory is conspiratorial thinking in that it draws conclusions that are not substantiated by any types of facts. They're more... And, and that doesn't mean that it's impossible. You know, the guy on the, on the subway last week who... Uh, you know, who, who tried to protect people and, and ended up killing somebody might have been racially motivated, but there's no reason to draw that conclusion unless you're thinking conspiratorially. Yeah, that's true. I understand that. And one of the, one of the other things I think I wanted to, well, now I lost thoughts of my tongue. I gotta get better at this podcast game, man. <laughs> I gotta start taking notes when you're speaking. So I don't forget what I wanted to say. No, It'll come back to me because the second time that it came to me and I wanted to say it, so you're really going to say something again. And, Epistol- you know, epistological or something. Oh, epistemological truth is a different thing. That's like, so the idea of epistemology is the study of truth, you know, mm-hmm. so so epistemological trust. So how do you know someone's not full of shit? How do you know that someone is trustworthy? I know someone is, you know, not bullshitting you. And that's something uh, this sort of like what he says is true. It's something that Adam Curry practices. You know, he tries to say, you know, I, I, people sound authoritative. I remember an, an ex of mine when I was younger told me, and this was really eye-opening to me, that just because you make it sound true doesn't make it right. Mm-hmm. And it's because it's something that you know, I, I do sort of instinctively. You know, I'll, I'm, 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 I can bullshit with the best of them. You know, it's like someone says something, I'll say something like, oh, that sounds right. You know, I, I do it to mess with people sometimes, but sometimes I actually do know, and eventually I called out on it for other things. But that's fine. You know, so how do you know people aren't, Full of shit. The truth is, you can't really judge what they say as whether it's true or not. You're not really a good judge of truth. You know, your judge of truth is, you know, your what you do. But one of the things that we do is we, if they did something good for us before, you know, people will sort of, yeah, you know, they, we like them. If we like mm-hmm. somebody, we think what they say is true. That's all it really comes down to. You know, that's the study of truth. If you like what how it sounds, it kind of becomes true. And it happens also with who is saying it. It happens what's being said. It happens also at times it's being said. You be in a certain mood and hear something, and now, oh, that's true. Like it's like, why does that song make you cry? Because I heard it at a time when I was emotionally vulnerable. So yeah, that song is so true to me. Yeah, is mm-hmm. it really? Mm-hmm. No, it's kind of it's kind of crappy, you know. That's you know? <laughs> you know? I. What else can I say? You know, those country songs. They talk about a truck, and I get nostalgic. So yeah, it must be true. Yeah, well, that's a different meaning of truth, right? It's like a Jordan Petersonian, you know. Uh, you know, truth doesn't have to be factual. It has to have a, a, a deep, significant meaning that, you know, is is deeper than fact at some mm-hmm. level. Anyway, I want to talk about one conspiracy that you're... I'm not a fan of Peterson as much as you. I, don't, I never read him. I don't know him. I, well, I reading him is overrated. I like, I like him because other people don't. And I like him because people <laughs> I like like him. I like him because he has a lot of good things to say. I think his books are, are overrated, but his... Uh, his conversations are, are quite interesting. He has, a, he has a very interesting way of viewing the world and framing things and having uh, very nuanced conversations. Um, he's, going, uh, he's going to religious route now. He's doing some Bible studies. He's always done like, uh, I don't know about the studies, but he's, he's always had lectures on, on the Bible and, and some are kind of silly, but a lot of them have good metaphors and, and you know, it helps you view things in a different way. Like, you know, I've started thinking about things 
in a different way. Like I'm like, okay, maybe like the, and I don't know if this is something that, that he says, but it's something I've thought is like, oh, maybe like the tree of knowledge was psychedelics. And then like they, that's how they knew things. So I feel like that's mm-hmm. something he would, would say. I'm not saying he did say, but. Mm-hmm. No, he's like, like that, maybe it is. I don't know. I don't know. It's, enti- it's entirely right possible. It's entirely possible. <laughs> like, well, that yeah, and that's my whole show is I don't really know. I don't really know anything. Right. And that's why conspiracy therapy speaks to me because they're, a lot of times you're not really saying that you know. You're saying I know what they're telling me is bullshit. And exactly. You know one thing, you know something is not true. That's it. So you you're kind of open to other theories of what is true. Yeah. And kind of, this kind is something of, that for me has become way more apparent in the last few years than ever. Like I don't know if I was as skeptical of everything as I am now. And that I you view everything through conspiracy therapy <laughs> type of lens whereas a few years ago I didn't but you know between uh you know the uh let's say from Trump to Epstein to COVID to Black Lives Matter to Hunter Biden it, like they literally and I'm not claiming I know the real story but they've just been lying and gaslighting nonstop yeah it's it's kind of like you don't don't believe your eyes, just believe us. You know, we we see something happen, we remember things. We're told it's like it's a Mandela effect happening live. Live. It's like yeah. It's, that's not what we said. I'm like, oh, really, Mr. Berenstein? You didn't. It's it's really you did say it. <laughs> I know you said it, and I maybe know. now you're changing the context of what you said, or you're changing us. Uh-huh. Don't tell me you didn't say it. You I, know, it's, <laughs> I know you it's, said it's, not it's to wear masks. Times, I know you said the vaccine was 95% effective against transmission and and, and mm-hmm. getting sick at all. I know you said. <laughs> I I know you said that we need to have mandates because we have to stop the spread, and we have to mandate people to do it because they stop the spread. I know you said know it you was going to be two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, we lived through quite quite a moment. You know, it was uh, it was good living. Well, first that, first they said it wasn't a big deal and you shouldn't worry about it. Then they said it's a big deal, but you shouldn't wear a mask. You don't need to wear a mask. Wearing a mask will make it worse for you. Then we found out they were lying about the masks, and all of a sudden it was mandatory to wear masks. But you didn't have to wear like a proper N95 mask. You can wear anything. You can make it out of a T-shirt. Anything would help. Even though now we know, and we, we knew then also, that it was bullshit. Like, like the only chance you have of protection is if you have a, a properly fitted N95 mask and don't spend more than a few minutes in exposure to someone else with COVID. If you're wearing a thing made out of a t-shirt and you're in a place for hours, you have no protection at all. Zero. No, it's, it's it my favorite one is still is always going to be the face shields, you know, the open face yeah. shields. <laughs> okay, it's like, okay, yeah, I'm welding today. Good. All right. Go sparks. it was all bullshit and they called anyone like you said who who said the virus might have came from a lab a conspiracy theorist and and censored them and and now we were finding out more and more that the lab itself was found funded by fauci and the nih because gain-of-function research was made illegal let's 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 talk about a conspiracy theory related to that and the conspiracy theory is and this is probably going to prove to be true is that the only reason you have the vaccine mandates and things about you know all this pushing in the media is because powerful companies are behind it you know there's money mm-hmm. behind it there's pfizer behind it there's these large powerful companies that are brought to you by pfizer the you pharmaceutical know, industrial it. complex yeah. 
the pharmaceutical industrial complex, exactly. And as far as the masks go, you know, the conspiracy theory is that, oh, they're doing this mask kind of to control the population. It's, it's, a, it's a test run for something else to come. Now, I don't know what else is to come. I don't know what's a test run for, but it is an interesting experiment if you look at it that way. It's an experiment in sort of population control, you know? Yeah, and Could we get this thing to catch on? We can get people set against each other, and, you know, it's... It, to well, me, it, well, does, it doesn't have to be a, 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 a mass, whatever. Mass, like, yeah, uh, you know, so yeah. Whatever it is, there's, there's something to it. There's something to it. You know, maybe they weren't experimenting to do that, but they did show everybody that they could. Even without a proper experiment, they showed, hey, look what we could do. Yeah. And now I'm wary of everything they say because, oh, not that they're doing it to do that, but they could do it to do that. For sure. And, and to me, like, it, it, it doesn't even have to be a, a test run. Like, what they did was bad enough. It was horrible. Like... Like it, so I, I mean, what it, it, to me, the, the, the point that it might get worse at some point isn't even the point. Like that's, I mean, that's why I want to get out of New York because the next time they have an excuse to do this, they will, and they, it will be worse. But even if that wasn't the intent, what they did was, was bad enough. It is bad enough. Now you, um, wanted to speak about some other conspiracies that ended up being real. You're talking about MK Ultra. MK Ultra. Now, just in your reading and research leading up to today, any any great ones? Yeah. Uh, Besides that. Did you hear about Operation Snow White? Operation Snow White. What's that? Have you heard of this? So this, this is this is another fact. A, a, a criminal conspiracy, not a theory, a real conspiracy. It was a conspiracy by the Church of Scientology during the 1970s to purge unfavorable records about Scientology and its founder, L. Ron Hubbard. This project included a series of infiltrations and thefts from 136 government agencies, foreign embassies, and consulates, as well as private organizations critical of Scientology carried out by church members in more than 30 countries. It was one of the largest infiltrations of the United States government in history with up to 5,000 covert agents. Was there a time where people were saying, hey, this is happening. Scientology is purging these records. And people were like, you're joking. That's not actually happening. There aren't that many Scientologists embedded into these things to do it. I don't is know. that what the theory was? No, I don't know. I don't know. No, I, I don't no. know what people were saying You just looked time. up conspiracies. I looked up conspiracies that happened. Uh, think conspiracies that happened. Conspiracies happen every single day. People plot to do things. Yeah. You know, it's, it's every, every crime, every bank robbery is a conspiracy. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know how many happen every day. True, true. Every, every year, but... And this was like a really plan. big one. <laughs> you know, hi, hi, hiring a hitman is a conspiracy. True. You know, there's no theory to it. It's just, yeah. it's, a cons it's a conspiracy, but just, you know, now we hear it mostly with presidential politics and, you know, mm -hmm. it existed back in the 1800s, you know, I think it was uh, the John Quincy Adams election mm -hmm. or something, or with Andrew Jackson, that you know there are the Republican Party kind of divided into five units, you know, Whigs and some others. Mm -hmm. I, I don't remember the exact details, but they were saying things like, you know, Andrew Jackson, if he gets elected, is going to do this. He's going to do this thing. He's going to do this thing. Or you know, they were perpetuating like, oh, this is a, a threat to democracy. Mm -hmm. this thing. Mm -hmm. you had there, there's nothing new under the sun when it comes to electoral politics like this. Yeah. So the, it's. You know, thinks I think you know, a threat to democracy is one of those you know <laughs> sorts of languages that kind of you know opens up to conspiracy theories. Like, yeah, why is he a threat to democracy? You know, okay, like the, the whole January sixth insurrection. Okay, why? Okay, I get it's a, it's an insurrection, the unarmed insurrection that happened where you know <laughs> they didn't really have a goal or a purpose. Like, what was the purpose to stop it? And then what? They would have been taken down regardless. It, it's just amazing that the just... the people who would call it an insurrection also called the 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 summer of 2020 riots uh, mostly peaceful 
because mm-hmm. the the January 6th thing was also mostly peaceful. Well, here, here's the interesting conspiracy theory. I got, one, I got one more about summer riots. Let's say, not, not January, well, 2020 riots and everything, but generally the media likes to gin up riots and there's always going to be a racial thing right when it gets hotter mm-hmm. because they need the news to sort of, you know, have this sort of riot. Like there's this motivation among the media companies, the MSM, to... M5M. You know, to, M5M, M5M. There's a motivation among them to sort of spur on these riots and create these sort of racial tensions that erupt in riots. And it happens in the summer. It happens often in the summer. Now, I think it's a phenomenon that kind of relates to, you know, what they call fighting season. Mm. Oh, it's fighting season. You know, we go to war and we have to go. War is another giant conspiracy with industrial conflicts. Mm. But forget mm-hmm. forget that. I'm saying just in terms of domestic policy, you know, summertime is when, okay, we got we to gotta start the race war again. We gotta get the machine turning. You know, it's the Watts riots in summer. It's always summertime, even in places where it's permanent summer. Even in Miami and LA, where yeah. it's a good season to ride in the winter. I'm sure of it. You know, there's no ice on the street. <laughs> but they're, they're still gonna they're still gonna wait till the summer to do it because you know, I guess it's a it's it's low season for congressional politics. It's low season for other things. Like, okay, we have to have something to sell papers. You know, I have something. We have to, we have to make something bleed so it leads. So mm-hmm. they're creating the blood, and that's the conspiracy theory. Like. The conspiracy, the th- that's the therapy I take. Like, okay, there's going to be riots not because there's a racial problem. There are racial problems. There's not enough to riot about because they existed before and they'll exist after. These things are happening in summer because someone's behind it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know who's behind it. I don't know if these organizations have a plan for the summer, the ones that sort of run the riots. I don't know. But I know the fact that they happen in the summer is not a coincidence. That's all I'm saying. It makes sense. Coincidence, all right, don't pro- you don't have to prove me wrong. I'm happy <laughs> to be wrong about it. But for now, I'm going to be right in my own head. It'll help me deal with when I see it. I won't be as upset about it. Yeah. And, and I mean, therapy. this uh, particular, you know, season of, of writing had a lot of factors that that led up to it. So I think it it made a lot of sense. You know, people were cooped up in their houses for mm-hmm. a long period of time. And then uh, there was a horrific event that was captured on video. And then the media and Black Lives Matter immediately racialized it. And everybody got upset. And then all the doctors who said that you couldn't gather said that, oh, for this, you are allowed to gather. So everyone went outside. They had an excuse to go outside um, because, you know, COVID can't get you if you're in a, a Black Lives Matter protest. And then mm-hmm. there were mysterious, and here comes the, the conspiracy theory part, but there were mysterious piles of bricks left in places. Do you remember seeing these pictures? Yeah, I remember, I remember <laughs> seeing those pictures. It's great. The, the other conspiracy theory I heard, and it, going back to that, is like uh, the bodies or something like that, the, the the overflowing morgues and things like that. And then some cameraman went to where it was supposed to be. And oh, like, for COVID itself. Go? Yeah. Yeah, that was interesting. interesting. I don't know how true it is on either side anymore, but that just, oh. Uh, it all bothers me. I, I, because I don't know what to, I don't know what to believe. Mm-hmm. The bricks. I, I guess if Andy No showed it to me, I'll believe it. If it was somewhere else, I'm gonna take. It'll be a little bit more salt. You know, I really don't know. I don't know what to believe or what to trust. But I do like Andy No because you know he he's gotten beat up a few times, so he's mm-hmm. built up some credit. Right. You know, he's willing right. to he's willing to die for it. So I kind of <laughs> believe. You know, if, was, if that's the hill he's gonna die on, then I I respect the hill. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, you got to respect the thing people people are willing to go 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 for. Oh, here's another good one. How about um the 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 Roe v. Wade overturning the leak the leaking of this? Oh, the leak, the leak. Yeah, you know, Supreme Court is notorious for not having leaks, but then this big one now ha- has a leak. Okay, um, so why does this have a leak? Okay, maybe you know, just Occam's razor. We're in a, we're in an era of more leaking. 
You know, we're in an mm-hmm. era where it's easier to leak, where people have these phones, where people are able to sneak files are easier to get in and out of things. And, you know, so, someone that knows how to break a security can get a file and leak a decision. You know, when when it was locked in a, a justice's chambers and a hard copy or being typed on a typewriter at his home, it was more difficult for it to leak. You know, it was like there's different sort of security that could be broken for it. You know, it's like we see these these movies now and a, bank, a heist movie is all about who has better software to break the vault. There's mm-hmm. nothing about the art of breaking the vault. You know, it's, it's, those things are gone. You know, it's a, it's a bygone era. So the conspiracy theory goes like, okay, this was released by uh, a Republican op- conservative operative so that the, the justices will think twice about doing it. Right. Or this was released by a liberal operative, operative you know, that way they can't overturn it once it's out. You know, they right. said they were going to do it and we know this is how it's going to go and now you can't do it. You know, it could go either way. And there's more. There's even more than that. I'm not even stating it right. I'm not stating it completely. But, you know, it's a conspiracy theory on both sides. You know, it's because we don't know the truth mm-hmm. of why or how it leaked. And that's never really been a subject of any, you know, mainstream investigation. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, there's a leak. Oh, leaks happen. Oh, okay. You know, it's sort of like, okay, the story isn't the story. The story is leaked. It wasn't the story isn't the buy, the Hunter Biden laptop. The story is how the Post get it. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, yeah. just forget how they got it. Let's let's talk about what it is now, and then later on we can go back to right. how they got it. Let's that was like the last thing. The last uh, let's, let's talk about the decision, and we'll go back to the leak later. The last leak where where the all I don't even remember what it was. I just remember it was a, a guy who was 21 years old in a Discord server with a bunch of people younger than him. They just kept talking about his age. It was a Discord server, and and he was so young, and he is in a Discord server, and I don't even know what the leak was. All they just talk about is the leaker. No, yeah, because because no, because the thing is, and here's the even here's the overarching conspiracy of it all. The idea is to use this idea of a leak as a way of controlling us all. You know, whoever the powers that be are is now trying to test this term. Oh, a leak happened. Oh, if it's a leak, it must be true. Whatever it might be. And, oh, if it's a leak, it's got a, it has some sort of. They give these leaks sort of some power, so that if a story leak comes through and we don't know the source, but we call it a leak. Now it has some sort of power and like we're able to control the narrative with it. We're able to say whatever the leak was. We don't have to have a source for it. It's a way of getting rid of a source. Mm. You know, we say, oh, it's a leak. There's no source to the leak. It's just a leak. Oh, everyone agrees there was a leak. I don't understand it. You know, it's it's lazy is what it is. <laughs> it's a unver it's not it's a way to get around verification, you know, traditional verification. You know, it's like I hate the term. Um assuming with that he's saying without evidence of course you say things without evidence if i had evidence then what i would say it doesn't really matter it you say without evidence because you're trying to get the evidence you're trying to get someone oh wait you're saying that now i'm connecting a dot dots have to be connected but if you say you're going to you're going to discount it because you know, evidence is important but evidence has many meetings to many people you're not saying right. that we're not saying without evidence you're saying this is appearing this way. It's called a, it's circumstantial evidence. Right. There's always some evidence. It's some evidence. I just don't like the term. People don't understand, you know, in terms of what evidence actually is. You know, testimony is evidence. Someone telling me something happened is evidence. Right. You know, that's what it comes down to. Right. And it's I not just don't proof. Like, you know, it's, 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 it's games, like uh, semantic games we play. Yeah. Ev- evidence is not synonymous with proof. You collect various <laughs> forms of evidence in order to make a decision on what you think is the truth. But all those pieces are, are evidence, and if if something looks a certain way, or if some someone tells me something, that is evidence, and it, it might not end up being factual. I might say, oh, it was uh, faulty evidence, or or it was not uh, 
uh, you know, I couldn't, I, I refuted the evidence or I, I couldn't uh, corroborate it, but uh, it's still evidence. Okay. Well, I just wanted to ask you a few questions, you know, not that you have the evidence, but ask how you feel about certain conspiracy theories. So mm. can I rapid fire you? You want me to put you on the hot seat? You're going to, you're going to put me on the hot seat. You're going to, you're going to ask me questions. I'm just going to say, I don't know. No, no. <laughs> all right. Okay. Well, let's, you can say, I don't know. And then you can ask me them right back. Or if you have a list to go with you. All right. All right. All right. Did, did we land on the moon? Did we land on the moon? So I will say this was the first conspiracy theory I was ever into. This was all the way back in elementary school. I wrote a paper on it. Uh, about not landing on the moon? About not landing on the moon. Because I, okay. I found a documentary on TV that was very convincing to me. <laughs> all right. um, Remember Sightings? On, oh, you, you grew up with Channel 5? Sightings on Fox was a great, great show. Great alien show. No, it wasn't an alien show. It was a documentary with interviewing a bunch of people about why we never landed on the moon. Um, well, the flag was stiff. Yeah, I, 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 I tend to think that we we did land on the moon um, because uh, uh, faking it just seems too complicated. Um, why we haven't been back there is a is a good question. But Elon Musk is working on it. I think we were a lot know, more motivated during the these, uh, people working on that got moon killed. Stuff. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. What? Uh, <laughs> what was the question? Did you did I, I hear I about all the people? You. I'm sorry, I just had to get the question. All the people connected the to it that were killed. Yeah, yeah, that was part of the documentary. Of course, that it, was. That, that makes it so strong. I love that one. No, it's okay. it's. I mean, like I said before, I think there are a lot of interesting holes you could poke in it, and and I don't know offhand. Maybe there are, are good answers for them or, or not. But I think finding the holes is not enough to say that it didn't happen um, as much as it's like, oh, that's weird. I wonder if there's an explanation for it. And, and for a lot of these, there are explanations. But okay. so I take um, it, you is, is, are you saying, are you, is your belief that we did not? I think we landed on the moon. It's, but that's not my belief. I just, we're going rapid fire. Yes, this is the hot seat. The hot seat. The hot seat. All right. So What's the next question? Land on the moon. Your yes. answer was, in a word, yes. I just okay. had to do the story right. because that was my my first conspiracy theory that I ever got into. Okay. Did aliens ever land on Earth? Maybe. Have aliens visited Earth? What's the difference between those Same two? Same question. Well, I was hoping you'd say no. Oh. Uh, okay. Maybe. Uh, who who shot JFK? Uh. I, I don't know enough about it, but uh, from what I hear, it's not whoever they say did it. <laughs> or or he, wa he wasn't the only one that was uh, involved. Not a lone gunman. Okay. Uh, did Bush do 9-11? No. Did Iraq have weapons? No. And that was a huge lie. He, oh, that he, one's huge. And but I, I wonder, it was, a was it ever a conspiracy theory to say there's no weapons in Iraq? Yes. I think uh, I think people were ringing those alarms for a long time, even before mm -hmm. it it came out that 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 was the case. A lot of people mm -hmm. were were raising that. Okay, do Jews control Hollywood? The answer is yes, but it's not because they're Jewish. There just happens to be a lot of Jews that control Hollywood. <laughs> so so yes to the fact of the question, but no to the the meaning of the question. Okay. Uh, did Epstein kill himself? 
we have to spend more time on a yes or no because it's just beyond first of all the answer is no but also (laughs) but also like to me that's that is not the most interesting part like i want to know what he was up to all the time before he he didn't kill himself videos leading up to it okay like this was a crazy situation i think that out of all the conspiracy theories the the one that to me makes the most sense was that he was running some type of honeypot operation for intelligence whether cia or mossad or mi6 or all of them uh it had as 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 you know the other side likes to say all the hallmarks of of russian disinformation this had yeah, this had one. this had all the hallmarks of a cia honeypot operation okay <laughs> i mean the guy was convicted of sex trafficking jelaine his wife partner whatever was convicted of sex trafficking okay who who were they sex trafficked to we have a black book these people were never investigated okay we had ehud barak we had william burns director of the cia les wexner alan dershowitz prince andrew donald trump ivanka ivana trump bill clinton tony blair the list goes on and on this guy was surrounded by the most powerful people in in the world okay Mm -hmm. and for the people to have such little interest in what he was involved with is insane to me and i'm not claiming that that just because clinton went to the island a dozen times that he definitely fucked children on the island but i think it's plausible i think the fact that he had a picture of bill clinton in a dress in the foyer means he had some type of shit on him and the fact that people don't care about investigating what happened there is is really crazy to me and so I, without advancing I mean, it comes down to who are the who are the actors and and perpetrators of these conspiracies like it's always someone unnamed it's always them it's always this you know and it always involves too many people you know like it's a media cover-up Epstein thing it's like okay there are stories they know and they could investigate and they could do it, and they choose not to you know it's mm-hmm. an editorial decision so who's the powers that be there doing it who really knows that's always the question of the conspiracy who's the conspirers not what's the conspiracy who is it and sometimes if it comes down to who it is, if you're able to pinpoint a person, then it all kind of comes together. If you can't right. do that, it kind of, it's like the first but step is it's like, yeah, go ahead. I'm it, sorry. No, I was going to say it's hard to, to pin it down if the, the people that are perpetrating it is the deep state. The deep state yep. is, and, and sure, they're the boogeyman of conspiracy theories because it's impossible to go against them. It's impossible to prove you can blame anything on the deep state. But like I said, this has all the hallmarks. Of no, a deep state no, it's, operation, it's, it's, habe, it's habeas corpus. You they know, you have to bring the person. They that's did. Really they did MK Ultra. So this is not mm-hmm. impossible. Beyond them, mm-hmm. yeah. I- implausible, not impossible. And finally, last last one conspiracy theory. <laughs> just to ask you about where's the island where Tupac and Biggie are hanging? <laughs> it's it's Thug Mansion in heaven, man. <laughs> Thug Mansion in heaven. Oh, it's man. a it's a place so in paradise. Epstein there? Epstein is uh, is not there. I, I I hear that uh, they don't they don't enjoy pedophiles in prison. I think Thug Mansion yeah. is like a fancy prison. Fancy prison. Okay. <laughs> no, no. I thought it was a I thought it was a bonus thing. You know, they go too young or they go before their time. Or they go like they shouldn't go. You know, you get to go to the island. Well, they get turned into holograms and then they live on forever. 
in vacuum cleaner commercials. But yeah, no, that's a good point. And I was just in in uh, in Memphis, and and you know, people also mm-hmm. think Elvis is alive, even though oh, yeah, I, I actually went to his uh, his grave. Uh, he had like a he has like a garden in his backyard, uh, like next to the pool with his. Uh, grave and his wife's grave and his parents graves and here's a here's an interesting i don't know if it's a conspiracy but did you know elvis was jewish i heard he was a shabbos guy it turns out he's jewish yeah i also heard he was a shabbos guy it turns out he's jewish his mother has on her tombstone a cross but also a jewish star because she mm-hmm. had jewish heritage all right how about that how about that for a conspiracy? How about that? You know, the thing, yeah, all the, all the greats are Jewish. Everyone knows it. But another conspiracy that took place in Memphis was the assassination of MLK. People say the yeah. FBI was behind it. FBI or CIA? I don't know. Yeah, one or the uh, other. One of the, one of the three-letter acronyms is behind it. Yeah, who knows? Someone's got to be behind it. You know, we just got, like I said, we got to point out the person. We can point to the, you're just talking about the deep state again. You know, and one of the things I heard today, as I said, this is the, the, the Durham report doesn't mention the deep state once. Like, come on. <laughs> not, they're not discrediting it by that. Of course I'm mentioning the deep state. All right. Uh, and, and we talk yeah, about all these big uh, corporations also. Like uh, another thing I wanted to bring up were all the falsified health studies that, that have been done over the years. Like the tobacco industry created false uh, studies saying smoking isn't isn't harmful coca-cola mm-hmm. play, paid scientists to downplay the harmful effects of sugar the sugar industry yeah. paid a lot to demonize fat you know yeah. no, it's, it's all there you know i always say the fiber lobby is the most powerful one everyone's getting me to eat lettuce <laughs> high fiber you know well what about the I, the I uh, the food pyramid the food pyramid was a conspiracy no you have to turn it upside down exactly no but they were correct the food yeah, pyramid yeah. was was upside down the whole time. It was a conspiracy yeah. to get you to eat bread and yeah. less protein. No, it was big, big wheat had something to say, you know, that sell grain. It's crazy. That's what it came down to. And now, now they're just trying to sell us corn and soy. You know, they're trying to. That's like there's a conspiracy. Don't eat GMOs. Don't don't do it. You know, it's not conspiracy. You know, someone is trying to get us to eat food that's bad for us. Bill not necessarily that. Well, it's Bill Bill Gates change us or anything. Bill Gates is trying to get us to eat food that's bad for us. You know Bill why? Gates because is the, he's making money doing it. Is the number one owner of farmland in the country. Mm-hmm. Bill Gates yeah. is up to some shady shit. And he was an Epstein person. And mm-hmm. Melinda Gates divorced him because he was an Epstein person. So she knows something. Why are these mm-hmm. people not being investigated? I don't know. They're rich and powerful. You know, I guess they got that FU money. You don't have to worry about it. <laughs> FU power, FU money. Once you have that, you got you're good. Meanwhile, people who yeah. are good people like Joe Rogan, they'll spread lies about him eating horse paste uh, mm-hmm. just to tear him down. Like mm-hmm. it's it's amazing what will get people riled up. Like and they're so use, eager. Use filters when showing him on a camera. Yeah, they're so eager they'll, they'll to, do, to tear the down subcon- the subconscious ones. That's such high level. Yeah. Such high level. My goodness. Yeah. No, it's all. It's all really bad. But yeah, no, just get back to our original point. You know, the there definitely are stories we're not getting the truth to. There are things we're never going to know the truth to. And there's a reason to be wary of everything that we are told. Mm-hmm. That's what it comes down to. And it, it, it's not necessarily bad to be wary, but if you're not wary at all and you take it hook, line, and sinker, I feel sorry for you. Yeah. I won't say that to your face, but you probably feel sorry for me that I believe these things. So it's okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm like just from the past few years, seeing in real time uh you know the media lying 
uh, and people so willing to accept the mainstream narrative and, and write off any skepticism as a conspiracy theory. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I've I've gone, you know, completely to disbelieving everything I hear. I, you know, I treat everything with skepticism because I know even even if they're telling the truth, everyone's biased. Everyone has some kind of agenda. So you have to be able to analyze not only what somebody is saying, but why they're saying it, whether it's true. And, you know, you you can't just take things at, at face value. And we're living in an age where people are blatantly lying and not getting reprimanded at all they'll have fact checks that tell you false information right that's like isn't that a conspiracy they'll have a fact check to tell you the false information and then and and we're entering into a world of of ai and deep fakes and all these things will be harder and harder to tell whether something's actually true or not so Mm -hmm. i think people should adopt conspiracy therapy i think that it's the healthy way to be because it's going to be harder and harder to actually tell whether things are true as the as the years go on and technology improves that's some really good insight. i like it be a conspiracy theorist it'll be good for you yeah and, and that doesn't mean you have to accept everything that that people are saying like I, I remember i was talking to somebody who was very deep in the weeds on on covid conspiracies and you know there's a certain level where it's plausible and then past a certain line it it gets wacky all these conspiracies get wacky at a certain point uh because you're kind of letting your imagination get the best of you and just because you are not trusting of the mainstream narrative doesn't mean your narrative is any better um you know you might have less evidence to support what you're saying than the mainstream narrative does so you know, so just because the the mainstream narrative is wrong, doesn't mean the alternative narrative is correct. Okay. Well, I got I got to run. I don't know what right. time you have for the podcast, but I, I should... did want to put you on hot seat for one more. Just before we go, I it gotta be quick. Yes or no? You gotta. All right, tell you're gonna give right? me a hot seat, and then I got one last one for you too. Okay, I'm gonna can I go first. Or you yes, go first. Yes. Yes. No, you go first. Go you go first. All right. All right. I go first. Ready? Our birds real. <laughs> It depends how you define bird and real, but I I do think that there are some birds that aren't real, uh, and I, not really birds. But I have the thought with flies, like they ah. think the government has the uh, technology to make drones that are very small, and uh, you know I think most birds are real and most flies are real, but there are definitely some that are spying on you, and that is a fact. Okay. Uh, birds aren't so birds aren't real. Okay. For the most part, they're they're real, but but a very very small minority of them are spying on you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, Usher, we're getting mm-hmm. towards the end of our time. I want to thank you again for joining me. Before you leave, what is one thing if you had to choose one thing that you want me and all of our listeners to know about conspiracy therapy? One thing you should know about conspiracy therapy is I think we've kind of, it's useful. It's a good thing. When people put forward conspiracy theories, you can't shut them down. You have to let them know that this is a good thing. This is the open inquiries that have some kernel of truth. And we need to have all the kernels of truth so we have the full ear of truth. Awesome. That's all we want. Now I know. Now you know. <laughs> <laughs> clap, clap. 